0: And may the works this day of be of the highest good for all present, and those listening, so mote it be. The circle is cast. Hail Dictinus! Grant us clear voices, strong sound, and good reads. We need a new cosmology. New gods, new sacraments, another drink. Welcome to Dictinus Update, the 158th episode of Three Pagans on a Cat. Our opening today is courtesy of singer-songwriter Patti Smith. Thanks to Velocity Rose for our intro music. You can find more of their work at VelocityRose.com. You may call me out. Oh. and I'm still not a car. Very neat. My name is Gwen, and we we were, were so close going to have car. So close. We were to so close us. to having car today. Uh, so he got the boot uh, finally for his ankle. Yep. It looks it's very high tech. There's a lot of straps and buckles. But it's very lightweight, but it's lightweight. So he was gonna put it on and try to get up the stairs today. Uh-huh. Except for dinner, we gave him some blue cheese dressing, and it turned out the blue cheese dressing. Was not good anymore, which you can't tell we because it's know. fucking blue cheese dressing. I, did, I didn't sniff it, <sighs> and he ate it and didn't taste anything off. But it, uh, shortly thereafter, he fell very ill, very ill. So it's we, are, we are once again here, solo on this recording. Here we are again. Uh-huh. Oh Oh my god! Because car is downstairs. Because car is downstairs. Yes. I agree, Finn. Yeah, you can't tell by taste or smell because it's blue cheese. And so, it's like, a demon. how was how was anyone supposed to yeah. know and he until this? He does. He's he obsessed loves with it. blue cheese, so so you, he was never going to turn it down. No, and you would think it, he would have noticed if, if, if was... the taste was like distinctly off. Yeah, so so it may have just been a, like it had just started to go. I, who, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? He didn't notice anything wrong with it until oh, it was too late. Too late. <laughs> So, car will not be joining us again tonight. <laughs> so it's just us again. I swear I didn't poison <laughs> him on purpose, <carpet, laughs> even though I have been watching a lot of 48 hours in Dateline. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have poisoned him. If you were poisoning him on purpose, you would have used antifreeze or something. Something well, like a lot more intense than Probably. blue cheese dressing. Blue cheese dressing. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. Swan press. says Swan says on purpose you use headlock Yeah, true. like if you're intentionally poisoning someone, true. it's not with like blue that's cheese true. that's a little off. He always teases me because I'm I do watch a lot of those murder mystery types mm-hmm. like 2020, the true crime, the true crime <laughs> and that kind of stuff. I blame my mother. Right, because she her. was obsessed with she loved murder mysteries. Murder mysteries, and she and I used to to watch City Confidential, mm-hmm. which was an early version, essentially, of Dateline. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, and she would, yeah, so she liked fictional murder mysteries. She liked true crime. She was yes. all into that. That's true. Genre, so we grew up with it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, I just, I feel so bad because I was really looking forward to having, uh-huh. having a curious. period because it's been so fucking long. But alas, yes, alas not we were feet. foiled by fate once again. We were foiled by so, the cheese. The demon. The, <laughs> the demon blue. blue. <laughs> Housekeeping. Since Cars Not Here, I've got to read the names of all the patrons. Oh boy, okay. I apologize if I miss any of them. I'm doing this on my phone, so I'm just doing my best. So we have 41 kittens, whose names don't get read. But thank you to all of our kittens. We love you, kittens. And now, the cats. Sarah Crater, Fire Song, Dylan Newcomb, Z Vigs. Amanda James, Arcane Jill, Anastasia Haley, Blue Moon, Hannah F., Claire K.R. Miller, Cabra, Michael Adonisio, Rhonda Graham, Christine Phillips, Squiggy, Elisa Durka, Megan, Coney Briggs, Sarenth Odinson, Cheryl, Shakora, Rebecca Hillman, Laura Loki, Cindy Barrick, Soror Calf, Jasmine Ray Bell, M. Tyvalsari, Abby, The Dryad, and J.D. Those we the love these cats. cats. We do. Now, the many, many hunters. And sit back, relax. Hail dictinus! Hail dictinus! Erica McVeigh, Callie, Nitsa, Dorita Cart, Daughter of Oak, Alicia Noble, Emily Grainer, Precious Fire, Heather Lewis, Sophia Duncan, Katie Hare, Patrick Saylor, Samwise the Blonde, Studio Gray, Jen Hutt, Logan Olofsson, Shivy, Rhiannon M. Gray, Ken Hub, Loriana Lee Knapp, Sprouty, Sloth, Melissa Gerben, Megan Kipper, Corvus Felide, Kai Oakenshield, Ryan Hopkins, Melkor, Ben Walburn, Keelan Casey, Roshalla and Dasvid, Emily Hall, Zemina Kokoro, Amy Martin, Darian, Sky Poyfair, Jim Two Snakes, Jax, The Pirate Cove, Juniper Shadowcat, Stephanie Edwards, Pablo B. Fodor, Ushi Ursa, Tamsin Davis Langley, Victoria Selmas, Moon Eye, Finn, Alyssa Addy, Ray Lothrop, Rana, Dahlia Darge, Zacchaeus, Jace Helmer, Elora Driver, Jessica Jones, Gary Bearstorm, Charles Howison, Stevie Thompson, Mach 2556, Roanoke the Wiccan Wizard, Martha Kirby Capo, Swan Fairywater, Kirsten Hankins, Charlene Hughes, Goddess Incognito, Meg P., one of these had uh, non-standard characters and didn't translate well. I'm going to guess Trocer, okay. <laughs> Andy Olsen, Tanya Maria, La Petite Poison, Cara B., David Dashiff and Keys, Scooby, Olwen Crow, Jojo, and that's it. That's all the hunters. <laughs> okay. We love you hunters and we ask your forgiveness if anybody was forgotten or, uh-huh. or misnamed. Yes. And how many hunters are there? I don't know. Because okay. Many. I'm, because of the way I'm doing it, I, I don't have the numbers. We have... Four Jaguars. Jaguar. Laurie Phillips, Kirsten Ray, Amanda Hicks, and Justin Stanage. And Bill L., yes, who's <laughs> not on here because not through the Patreon. We love all of our Jaguars. We do. We have a bunch of leopards. <laughs> <laughs> and their names are Nicholas, Gabby Gaverson, Chris Mickelson, Kitty Robinson, Ellen Beals, Mackenzie Boyer, Chris Calibri, Gemma Atkinson. Akaneko, Crimson Russell, Nolan Hayes, Luna, Kimberly Squeaky Reynolds, and Eleanor Faithful. We love you, Leopards. And we have four Panthers, and their names are Melissa Negron Schilling, Alex Robinson, Elizabeth Bull, and Quinn Ann ASMR. We love our Panthers. And we have four Tigers Carol Canals, Weavers of the Web ATC, Tree Wizard Creations, and Crystal of Apothecary Tees. We love you, Tigers. And then we have one person in here who I don't know what their tier is because it's not listed for some reason. So El Ribeiro, whatever tier you're in, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. We are we're gonna be so glad to have Carr back because he's the one who keeps track of all of uh, the Patreon uh-huh. members and you know, all of all of the numbers and things like that. So mm-hmm. We need the number master back. We do. We have to it's not made. me. <laughs> oh, definitely not me. Cars mentioned that we passed a million downloads. So did we? Yeah. Good so, amount. so that's an impressive yes. feat. And we thank our listeners for <laughs> that because it's you guys that make that possible. So yes. thank you. Okay, so I think that's all. I think that's all housekeeping. So we are <laughs> house kept and house swept. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. this episode is going to be a little more loosey-goosey yeah probably you may remember last december we talked we did our episode on new gods Mm -hmm. and we talked about a new god that we were working with called Dictinus. that's That's right. right we hail at the beginning of every episode that's right something that we talked about privately after we did that podcast was that eventually we would do another episode where we sort of talked about how Dictinus and the work with Dictinus was evolving. Mm-hmm. So, this is that episode. That's right. So, for those of you who aren't on the Discord, there is a Discord channel called the Dictinus where uh, members of the Pride who are on the Discord include their participation, their UPG about Dictinus and Mm -hmm. share their vibe, their impressions of him, any pictures, any any devotional work they've made of Dictinus, because the work with and worship of Dictinus and and sort of the revelations of Dictinus are ongoing. That's right. It's actually been a, it's been fairly, it hasn't been super active, but there have been developments, Mm -hmm. let's say. Mm -hmm. We're going to discuss some of those developments that have come out of the Dictinus channel on Discord, especially for those of you who aren't uh, part of our Discord. I'll add a link to the Discord to this episode. It's on a lot of previous episodes. I sort of stopped including it eventually because I got lazy. But we have a, a three things in the cat discord uh, that you are welcome to join, participate in the work on dictinus and just chat, just chatting. We have lots of channels a place uh, to share photos. Mm-hmm. And then of course, this is where we do the live recording. That's right. Uh, we do the live recording through discord. So if you've ever wanted to hear the unedited podcast, that's how you do it. Well, that's, that's how, how you, you do it. If, you if you're a hunter or above a hunter yes. or above Patreon level. September. That channel is locked for that. But that everything else on the Discord is, is open freely available. Yep, including the Dictionist channel. The Dictionist channel. And those of you who are in the Discord right now, please feel free to chime in with yeah. your your thoughts and vibes on Dictionist. But some of the stuff that we had established pretty early on during that first episode was that. Dictinus had like a masculine vibe mm-hmm. for the most part, had sort of Hermes Dionysus energy, but we it sort of concluded probably wasn't like an aspect of either of those deities. Right might be related to them might not be i've also always had kind of the sense that it's a, a spirit that has just come along who's willing to be Dictinus is kind of or yeah whereas i don't get that impression so much so, yeah so that could just be <laughs> just me me or maybe it's a spirit that's associated with dionysus or with hermes or who knows personally i think dickness is a distinct deity of his own oh, fair enough that's my vibe but we also determined that, that dictinus was probably polymorphic, meaning yep. it could take multiple shapes. That's right. However, there's definitely um, a trend in mm-hmm. how people seem to perceive dictinus. Mm-hmm. In terms of animals, yeah. most people go snake. Yes, I've, I've noticed that. Like when we were first discussing, we were like, maybe owls, maybe foxes, maybe mm-hmm. snakes, all these things. But snakes definitely mm-hmm. has taken that. Has, has been the, the focal point, I think, especially in the Discord channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had people come in well after the original discussion and be like, hey, I, I get snake vibe vibes from mm-hmm. Dictonus. And everyone's like, yes, correct. So does everyone else. <laughs> and in fact, one of the first pieces of devotional art for Dictonus mm-hmm. that's in the channel is a uh, a little pencil drawing of Snake Dictinus with a bow tie. Because, <laughs> yes, it's very cute. Yes, because quite early on, uh, bow tie energy was <laughs> was identified with Dictinus. Although one of the more recent ones is a picture of like um, of a masculine character mm-hmm. with, I think, the the snakes are kind of forming his beard. Yeah, sort of a, a braided beard. Yeah, so it's kind of a gorgon mm-hmm. kind of feel. Yep. People do seem to perceive Dictinus as... Being sort of middle-aged or older, mm-hmm. so not like a young appearing deity. No, huh? associated with bow ties, like I said. Yes, yes. Um, I think we decided. Tiktinus Hogn- is, is dapper. Yes, <laughs> Hognose snake was identified as the cutest and most appropriate snake pretty, pretty early on. So we see several pieces of art for Dictinus that have the hognose snake specifically. There's a lovely watercolor that has a, a hognose snake representing dictonists. Rhianna Grace says big librarian energy, correct. Oh, yeah. Uh, associations with books and coffee are the I big things. I think it's like an Alexandrian library, like big, huge, big, sprawling. Yeah. The kind of library that if you are a lover of books, you know, this mm-hmm. is the, this would be your place. Well, this would be your happy space uh-huh. just hang out in the library with dictus forever that's right <laughs> maybe that's dictus's that afterlife has, location that has great acoustics yeah yes so that you can impart really your project. wisdom and project your voice favorite place to sing mm-hmm. <laughs> there was another piece of devotional art for dictus which which was really interesting sort of broke the mold it's a drawing of a wooden figure mm-hmm. with sort of a red slashy crown or halo grasping at some fallen water, mm-hmm. which was, I assume sort of channeled or inspired by Dickens, because it was, it was presented as a piece of devotional art for Dickness. Right. Right. So that was really interesting, mostly because it broke, It was so different from everything else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important to remember is like just because some people are feeling a particular vibe or a particular way doesn't mean that if you're like vibing on dictinus, but it doesn't match what other people are saying, mm-hmm. that's okay. That's what UPG is about. Right. <laughs> Although it does help when... When there's coordination right, or corroboration. Corroboration, yeah. yeah. Corroboration. Um, like the fact that so many people get snake vibe right. from dictinus suggests that snakes are more appropriate for dictinus than other animals. Mm-hmm. Because this is a new god and doesn't have a canon, right. UPGs that, that correlate like that are mm-hmm. very, very useful for, for figuring out what direction dictinus mm-hmm. is going in. Mm-hmm. Someone's UPG was that dictinus likes alphabet soup. Oh, so that makes sense. And that offerings for dictinus could be as simple as hails or mm-hmm. uh, verbal prayers. Yep. And that's what we pretty much do mm-hmm. is uh, we light incense and candle and we hail Dictinus. Yep. That's pretty much the extent of what we do. And I have a, a an old child craft encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. The, the altar. Yeah. Tomorrow, base. For the altar base. It's just like uh, fairy tales. Mm-hmm. The original three Ps of Dictinus. Yes. If you might remember, were podcast, public speaking and performance. Right. But we've had a lot of people in the channel talking about occasions where they hailed dictinus. Oh, Rana Grace says I've also gotten fly vibes too, but I don't think I posted something about a literal fly on the wall. Hey, yeah, interesting. Yeah. A lot of people have posted occasions where they've hailed dictanus for like email communication, mm-hmm. for one on one conversations, mm-hmm. a grant defense mm-hmm. for species. Yeah. So it seems like Dictinus is an appropriate god to call on for anything to do with language based communication of any kind, for making yourself clearly understood and, and received. Anytime you need to make your case. Yeah, so first of all, someone did um, say that they hailed Dictinus for having better communication with a coworker, mm-hmm. and that that was very effective, and they've, been, they've had clear communication with that person since they started working with Dictinus. But so, so there's an interesting little language tidbit here. So Carr is familiar with Latin. So mm-hmm. he had like a memory thing of like, hang on, this sounds familiar. And he looked it up. And dictinus is the singular genitive declension of dictio, mm-hmm. which in Latin is speech. So dictinus would be in Latin of having or possessing speech. Mm-hmm. But it has an, an alternate meaning of pleading. And there's a term in Latin called cause dictus, which is usually translated as trial or as pleading or stating a case. So mm-hmm. I think dictus could also be very useful in yeah. legal matters. Absolutely. If you have to defend yourself uh, on a witness stand mm-hmm. or something like that. Yep, yeah. or any kind of any kind of legal issue where you have to make your case. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you specifically or a lawyer. Right. representing you, I definitely think dictoness is a, a good one to call. Mm-hmm. Especially if, I feel like dictoness would be best for situations where... Your arguments can have an effect on the outcome, mm-hmm. like where it's not like a cut and dry, like legal right. situation, but where like you can sway a jury or a judge. Your voice to, needs to be heard. Exactly. Because communication seems to be the priority of addictiveness. Mm-hmm. Just from what I've been seeing in the, in the discord, you know, a lot of students apparently are starting to call on dictinus and finding mm-hmm. help when they're writing reports or yep. giving a speech or making a presentation. But I'm also thinking it would be great uh, to hail dictinus for teachers who are getting back yes. into the classroom from preschool on up to college. If you want to have clear understanding between you and your students, or even for the teachers who are still on, on um, yep, on the computer. Yeah. Doing long distance. Cause I know it can be really difficult for teachers to keep all the students engaged, especially the younger students, uh huh on on Zoom calls. So mm-hmm. maybe hail dictinus before you start your classes. And mm-hmm. as a former preschool teacher, I understand how important it is to be able to communicate effectively with parents, mm-hmm. uh, with also with your staff members, your, your the people who are in leadership over you. Yeah. So that's another which good, all require um, sort of different kinds of communication. Exactly. Exactly. All of which dictinus could absolutely help with. Absolutely. And Brandon Cray says, "Gonna need." him for some interview help I think soon. Yeah. Oh, there you go. He would also be great for that. Bill also says, you know, he's dealing with, with uh you know long, long distance, distance learning. learning. He could also I think people could also hail dictiness and, and make offerings if they are in a, a situation where they're learning mm-hmm. and, and need it, to understand a concept exactly that everything is coming through clearly. Yeah we often talk about dictiness in terms of you communicating right. clearly but sometimes I mean communication is a two way street. Two-way street. street. So sometimes what you actually need is not to communicate your position more clearly, but to understand the other person's mm-hmm. position. So whether it's a student type of mm-hmm. situation where you're learning from someone else, whether it's uh, communication between parent and child uh-huh. or, or spouses or, spouses, or yep. partners yep. or... Boss and employee, coworkers, any any situation where you need to understand where someone else is coming mm -hmm. from, even if you don't think that's what you need, even if you strongly feel that your position is the right one, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to make progress in coming to a compromise or an understanding with this person without really taking on their point of view, Mm -hmm. at least understanding where they're coming from. So yeah, if you if you are just absolutely unable to come to terms with someone, hail dictinus. Call on Dictinus and see if maybe what you need is not to communicate your point better, but to to listen and really understand rather than just listen to this other person's opinion. Comprehension Mm -hmm. is also a part of listening and learning and communication. Mm -hmm. And we have to be able to comprehend what the other person is trying to communicate. Yep. So it's a two way street. Bill says a very interesting thing, which is, or on a four-lane highway in both directions with 18-wheelers flying by with a couple of traffic circles. <laughs> That's an interesting thought. So we think of Dictinus as dealing with uh, language-based communication. So I'm not sure how effective he would be in a situation where you're relying on body language in general, right? Like when you're at a four-way stop and you're trying to figure out who's supposed to go next, mm-hmm. you're sort of trying to read the intentions of the other car without mm-hmm. being able to speak to them. So I'm not sure... If dictinus would be effective for that because he focuses so much on language, mm-hmm. but it would be worth experimenting with probably. Mm-hmm. Bill says, no, that is how verbal communication is. Yes, correct. Um, I'm just, I, I just got distracted thinking about like, could dictoness work for body language or for nonverbal communication? And I think maybe, but it wouldn't be his priority. Something for people to explore. Yep. Our understanding of dictoness is evolving. still evolving. Exactly. <laughs> and it will continue to evolve mm-hmm. as more people... Are hailing or experiencing or mm-hmm. working with Dictinus. Dictinus is growing. Dictinus is growing. Or our understanding of Dictinus yeah. is growing. Honestly, it could be either way, and I don't think there's any way for us to tell. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like with the origins of what we feel. Right, but like when things maybe Dictinus is more of a spirit who's being sort of elevated into this position. I think Dictinus just sort of either already was or came into being in mm-hmm. this position. But ultimately, it doesn't matter, because Dictinus Dictinus exists. Dictinus is Dictinus, Mm -hmm. however he came to be. So an interesting development in sort of the mythology of Dictinus, of which there isn't a ton yet, so anybody who wants to contribute to that kind of work, feel free. The Discord channel is there for you. That's right. But an interesting development in the the mythology of Dictinus was uh, the addition of Thesoria, our Lady of the Thesaurus, (laughs) (laughs) who is a sort of sister or partner to Dictinus. We don't know a whole lot about Thesoria yet, but she was included in a a small piece of prose literature written by Akaneko that explored Dictinus in uh, a little bit of, I don't want to say a fictional way, but a mythological way, Mm -hmm. I guess, discussing sort of what a day in the life of Dictinus might be, right? (laughs) Um, And Thesoria featured in that. She seems a little more uptight than Dictinus. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. I would probably work a lot with Thesauria because when I'm doing my writing, mm-hmm. the Thesaurus is the first thing I go to. <laughs> so so, so Dictinus is for clear communication. Mm-hmm. Um, language-based communication. And thesaurus seems to be for like sprucing up your spursing up your language. <laughs> your language. Make your language fancier and a little more interesting. Um, yeah, exciting. Exactly. If you'd like to. Also, explore the development of Thesaurus. Mm-hmm. She has featured a little bit mm-hmm. in the beginning stages of Dictinus's mythology here. It makes sense, though, that they would work together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because a good vocabulary is important. It's very important, yes. In Akaneko's short story, there, uh, she seemed a bit annoyed with Dictinus's carefree ways. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I do get the sense, and I think that seems to be what other people get too, is that. Dictinus is very carefree. Mm-hmm. I kind of see dictinus as a communicator who just loves to talk. Very chatty. Yeah, Just, you know, if you give dictinus a topic, dictinus will go on forever. Right. A rambler. A rambler. <laughs> but when... Lots it, of kitten it, trails for dictinus. Lots of kitten trails. But when it's important, mm-hmm. it focuses and communicates clearly and effectively. Yep. And helps his patrons and and those his, who his devotees his devotees to do like. likewise. Yes, something I wanted to read here. So, Yellow Kiwi wrote a, oh, a poetic hail to Dictinus. So, I give me a it. second to find it. It's beautiful. Okay, courtesy of Yellow Kiwi from the Discord channel. Hail Dictinus, Adonis of words. Hail Dictinus, your beauty abounds. Hail Dictinus, god of the nerds. Hail Dictinus, in you clarity's found. Trickster and craftsman, communicator extraordinaire, mercurial majesty, bane of public fear, shining the light of truth in wisdom you reign, with humor and love you inspire my brain. Hail Dictinus, your name be known, hail Dictinus, revel with glee, hail Dictinus, your seeds be sown, hail Dictinus, so mote it be. I love it. Yeah. I love that. I think it's beautiful. It is. It's a great devotional poem for dictanus, mm-hmm. Uh which I think you could use in rituals. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to share that with everyone because it got a little bit buried, but beautiful, beautiful poem. Love that. And I, I especially like the bit about bane of public fear. Yes. Because those people who are, who have a lot of anxiety about public speaking, dictinus is right for you. That's right. <laughs> connect but, with dictinus. In fact, I think there's a few people who in, in the Discord mm-hmm. on the dictinus channel who talk about the fact that they were kind of worried about yep. it. They were dealing with some anxiety. Some anxiety, and they gave it to Dictonus mm-hmm. and asked for assistance, and it was given. Yep. So I'm seeing a lot of, now I need to make some offerings. Yep, yep. <laughs> because um, Dictonus helped me do this. Yep. Know. Kai, who's who's one of the people on our Discord, and who we know personally actually, yes. said that they hailed Dictonus before a, uh, a stream that they were doing. And he even helped, like, reduce their verbal tics and stutters and things like that and just sort of smoothed out the whole process and got them more watchers in the, in the bargain. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Always good to hail him before big meetings on TM. Yep. Join our Tiger Crystal at Apothecary Teas. This shop produces fragrant, aesthetically beautiful teas that delight all the senses with handcrafted tea blends from white to red to green. This week, Ode suggests the Herbalist Shield, made with chamomile, ginger, echinacea, and lemon peel. Find them at apothecaryteastore.com or on Facebook at Apothecary Teas LLC. Hail Dictinus! Hail Dictinus! Good, good read. Yeah. And I recommend that tea. Oh, God, because I lived on that last year. Because we're coming up on regular flu season. In addition to our ongoing pandemic, also good for uh, offerings to Dictinus. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Kitty R actually just asked, I presume we'll cover what offerings he seems to enjoy best. I haven't worked with him much, but it would be appropriate. Yeah. So there was a lot of discussion about what would be appropriate offerings to Dictinus or herbs and stones and things to work with him. Mm -hmm. Some of the stuff that's in Herbalist Shield is actually stuff that's appropriate to work with uh, for dictinus because any herbs that are good for soothing the throat mm-hmm. uh, or for clearing congestion or all those kinds of things are good for working with dictinus. Absolutely. So you've got peppermint, mm-hmm. you've got lemon, you've got slippery elm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, licorice root and whorehound, uh, as well as slippery elm, more recommended by cabra. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of discussion about hot toddies. There you go. Uh, As offerings for dictinus and for you to drink as well. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Eucalyptus. Oh, yes. Eucalyptus. You can use it as an offering. It is beautiful if you grow it yourself or Mm -hmm. get it in a, you know, you can get it from a a flower area Mm -hmm. at your store. Uh, Eucalyptus sprigs are really, really beautiful. And, but you can also get it in oil. Mm Mm-hmm. So you've got a lot of options. So I think you love just would make a great offer. Yeah, I agree. And then any kind of, honestly, probably most teas would be fine, but mm-hmm. like a lemon tea with honey, yep. lavender, lavender. Anything you would assign to a singer before, a big coral performance mm-hmm. <laughs> is probably appropriate for Dictinus. Which makes me think honey, which makes me think um, working with bees as yes, part bees. of working with Dictinus would ooh, also be appropriate. That's a, yes, mm-hmm. Beekeepers, work with Dictinus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Rhiannon says, ooh, wait, I just realized something. My food offerings all go in the same place and lately I've added two new things that don't normally go there butterscotch candies and bubble gum never had anyone actively tell me to add them until recently so one or both could be him oh absolutely that's a, well, that's a good thought dictoness is a lot of fun he's a lot of fun that's i, I can very gum. much see the bubble gum being the the fun dictinus vibe mm-hmm. um and butterscotch is another one it's not like uh ginger or honey where it has like a medicinal effect but right. just sucking on a butterscotch candy actually stimulates saliva in your mouth and makes speaking easier Exactly. Also, um, so Auntie Anne says butterscotch goes well in a library, but Rhiannon Grace says butterscotch is old man energy. That's true. <laughs> and Dickton does seem to have sort that's of a, a middle aged older man vibe. Grandpa, mm-hmm. grandpa vibes. He's got grandpa vibes. <laughs> but I was also just thinking um, that also some of the herbs that are dealing with air. Um, yes, she would does also a, work well he does have a he does have a very air and fire sort yeah. of vibe. So I, I think any of those kinds of herbs, plants, stones mm-hmm. would work well with dictinus something else that was suggested kitty r says all this sore throat stuff is perfect i'm actively trying to avoid my daughter's cold and sore throat easily Mm -hmm. as part of that looks like i have my intro to working with dictinus yeah maybe for this cold and flu season Mm -hmm. we all act for for protection from dictinus to preserve our voices that's right (laughs) our (laughs) voices our throats our noses Uh uh-huh all this all the stuff that could afflict us this season would uh, afflict our voice so ask for protection for your voice for Dictinus, mm-hmm. and maybe he'll, he'll uh, help with the allergies and the flus. Exactly, exactly. Bill says, hmm, Aaron Fire a bit projective. That's true, which I think is part of our primary association with Dictinus mm-hmm. as being for the communicator. Right. Uh, but again, I, I do think he is useful for the, the receptive. for have to receive yep. as well as produce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he works with everyone. I think he uh, does. All, all the elements. So, but in terms of stones that were suggested for, for Dictinus, clear quartz and copper were suggested because they're conductors conductors, and they're essential elements in uh, modern computing technology. Mm-hmm. And Dictinus seems to be a God who's very comfortable with technology. Bill just suggested lapis lazuli. Oh yeah. That could be a good one too. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so, so Dictinus does seem to be a God who's very comfortable with technology. Obviously, he, we work with him on our podcast all the time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of technology involved in that. People have had a lot of success Hailing Dictonus, uh, before they have to send complicated emails. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's our ghost in the machine. Maybe he is. <laughs> I, I imagine if you were on the radio, Hailing dictinus would also be a good call. Oh, yeah. Or if you had to do, like if you were on TV, any kind of presentations, mm-hmm. um, especially before. And I think part of that is because when you communicate through modern technology, you are potentially reaching a much wider audience. Yes. And... Reaching an audience is a big part of Dictinus's deal. Exactly. Uh, Rain and Gray also suggests Honey Calcite uh, as the stone for Dictinus, and seconds the Lapis Lazuli uh, suggestion. So Mm -hmm. it looks like Lapis Lazuli is getting UPG traction. That's right. Oh, and the the other major sort of development was there's been some discussion about um, what kind of iconography or symbology Dictinus would have. And the sort of consensus seems to be like a megaphone or a microphone. Mm-hmm. And those are sort of difficult to draw freehand if you don't know what, I think, if you're not like particularly artistic. I think it would be interesting. And I'm just thinking of this now. Mm-hmm. If cause I don't necessarily do this, but maybe you could mm-hmm. create a rune based on his name or not a rune, a, uh, a uh, sigil a sigil, yeah. based on his name in the method that you do. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, or if you are someone who creates sigils, you know, mm-hmm. just write out his name. Right. And, and, okay see follow the vibes follow the vibes see what you get who knows maybe a megaphone or a microphone will be part of that in some way maybe what i would like to see moving forward Mm -hmm. and obviously this is a group effort and not something i can mandate but what i would like to see for Dictinus is more mythology yeah and work on finding like a, a, a sort of established set of symbols that people can work with him through yeah i think that would be fun that's something new. we can make it a project. A project, yeah. Here with three pack, but also you guys, right, on the Dictinus channel, on the Discord, and, and on Facebook. We don't really have much. No, there's not a lot of a lot of discussion of Dictinus on the Facebook group. So if you're on the Facebook group and not so much on uh, Discord. Mm-hmm. Chime in about Dictinus and your experiences with him in the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And if you have something to share or if you come up with a myth mm-hmm. or a story about how Dictinus and the Thesoria met mm-hmm. or started working together, mm-hmm. that would be cool. And we'll try to sort of cross-pollinate the information from those groups yeah. so that everyone is communicating. Yeah. So those are the, the sort of things I would like to see. I, I'm glad that we've got some sort of developed collaborative UPG where people mm-hmm. are sort of agreeing like, yes, mostly snakes, yes, different kinds of communication, et cetera, et cetera. But I'd like to see more more mythology developed. And for those of you who are new to our podcast and you're going, what do you mean, create a God, create <laughs> mythology, go <laughs> listen to our new gods episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> some of this is creating and some of it is uncovering. Honestly, I think a lot of this is is being divinely inspired. I agree. I absolutely agree. So. And it's how... When you go back thousands of years, this is how... This is the process. This is the process of of people experiencing deity, Mm -hmm. a specific deity, and then things... Trying to formulate it, right? Exactly. So stories come up, experiences are shared, Mm -hmm. rituals are created, prayers are created, hails are created, and then they're shared and they grow and they advance over time. Mm -hmm. That's part of what we're doing because our whole idea with Mm dictinus is that new gods are just there waiting. Right. (laughs) Waiting to be born. Waiting to be born, waiting to be rediscovered or discovered. So if you're going, what the fuck are you people talking (laughs) about? Go back and listen to our new gods episode that might shed a little more light. Mm -hmm. Gods don't have to be ancient to be powerful and meaningful and useful. That's right. Ran and Gray says, I've been trying to keep up with meditation, all that astral routine since a few apps back. I wonder if trying to connect with a slightly more personal god like Dictinus would be easier than connecting to more established deities. Maybe. That's entirely um, possible. Dictinus doesn't have nearly as many followers as someone mm-hmm. like Zeus. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I tend to feel like when we start talking about Dictonus, mm-hmm. it's like, you know. Right. I, I get a sense of someone perking up, perking up and going, <laughs> paying oh, attention. Okay. Hey. Hey. Somebody's talking to me. Uh uh-huh. cool. Start getting more of a sense of, of his personality mm-hmm. and him working with you and things of that nature. Yep. Yeah. At least yeah. that's been my The, the more you. Talk about or to dictinus, yeah. The more, the, the, more, the more attention he will pay to you, and and yeah, he does seem to be more accessible, I yeah. think, than more established gods. Because, like I said, there's not that many people who know about it. <laughs> right. Pretty much our that's, podcast listeners, uh-huh. and that's it. Yep, <laughs> that might be easier. In yeah, fact. yeah, yeah. If it's something that you're working toward, mm-hmm. working with other deities or new deities or just deities, mm-hmm. this may be a good start. Yep. Join our Tiger Amanda and relax with the salts of Wonderful Body Co. These soaks and scrubs, inspired by popular books and characters, are designed to delight multiple senses with fragrant scents and sparkling mica. You can also find rollerball fragrances and hair oils. With dozens of options available, you're sure to find something you like in the Wonderful Body Co. collection. This week, Ode is recommending Dictinus, with the scent of a good cup of coffee and a magical library. Find Wonderful Body Co. online at wonderfulbodyco.com. Or go directly to the shop at etsy.com slash shop slash wonderful Co. Hail Dictinus. Hail Dictinus, indeed. And that's another good option for an offering is coffee. Yes, coffee is a great offering for Dictinus. Honey, I think, would be a good offering for Dictinus. Tea. Mm-hmm. And go to Wonderful Body Co and get that Dictinus salt. And because I like it and I can no longer have it, rum. Yes. <laughs> Yes, make the hot toddy for Dictinus. <laughs> That's right. Make the hot toddy for Although dictonus. I do very much get the impression that Dictinus is a eat my offerings Oh deity yeah, definitely. It's like rather than a leave my offerings on the plate deity. Yeah, don't feel like you cannot share that mm-hmm. cup of tea, that that hot toddy yep. almond cookie, whatever mm-hmm. it is you feel like you want to share. Don't feel like you have that you can't partake in it as well. Yeah. I, I feel that Dictinus is very much a enjoy this with me deity. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna talk about a book that I have been meaning to review for a while. Ages and, ages and ages. Ages and ages, but it's been a rough summer. So but I wanted to talk about it tonight, and I think it's very appropriate because it is Air Magic by a Strand Taylor. Mm-hmm. And it's part of the Elements of Witchcraft series produced by Llewellyn. First of all, I enjoy Australia's writing. She is very, she's kind of colloquial, mm-hmm. but yet she puts a lot of information in there. So she's, she's not difficult to read. She's, right. she's not really like academic yet. and obscure. And the thing is, she's a, she's a very polished researcher. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of really great information that she packs into a small space. She does have a nice bibliography Yay. and an index at the back of the book. Oh, by the way. Thanks to all the people who wished me good bibliographies on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But for instance, the things that Stria covers in this book include history, folklore, and myth about uh air, the element of air, sacred air sites, and I really like uh, she also includes essays from other writers, including our friend Elliot Director, who wrote an essay on the gender evolution of air, but also Phoenix. We have an interview with Elliot Director. That's right. So look for that in our community mm-hmm. uh, section. But also Phoenix Le and um, some other people contributed. But she talks also about crystals and stones and botanicals. She has rituals and spellcraft. Lots of really, really good information in this book about working with the element of air. And as I said, she, she writes it in such a way that it's Fun to read because mm-hmm. it's very, it's not hard, but it's not easy. It's just informational. And, but it also is a kind of book where I feel like you can either read it cover to cover or you can read it like by just the, just that the section you. that is meaningful to you or that you need to learn right at this moment. So I highly recommend Air Magic by Estrella Taylor. Again, it's, it's well-written. It's well-researched. It, she packs a lot of information into this book that will help you deepen your practice with the element of air so i give it five stars five stars <laughs> five stars on that one yeah excellent i think that's everything we had to talk about today yeah i think so i don't know that there's a lot more that we can say about Dictinus. it's it's still he's still developing he's still developing our understanding of him is still developing that's right but whichever way it is we we do hail Dictinus, and we right. thank him for being with us tonight. Thank him for joining us here. That's right. And we thank you all for joining us here mm-hmm. to listen about Dictinus. And, and learn more about him. That's right. And perhaps discover more about him and share it with us. Yes, because we always love to learn more and more about what people are discovering mm-hmm. and learning and uncovering. Yes. Uncovering about Dictinus. And I think we said this uh, in the original episode, but it bears saying here again. We are not the arbiters of Dictinus. That's right. There is no, like, there's not a canon of Dictinus. That's right. There are no heretics of Dictinus. That's right. We're all learning together what the qualities and limits of Dictinus are. I think that's what I was trying to get at earlier. It's like, if you don't feel comfortable with snake vibe. Right. Then find out pursue another, pursue energy, another of energy of Dictus find out exactly sort of the same way that Gwyn and I perceive Frigga in yes, very different ways very so, right different. Frigga is a very established deity she has a lot of devotees she has some established symbols and mythology and all that kind of stuff and all those things will eventually be developed for dictinus, mm-hmm. right all that stuff will eventually get established exactly but nevertheless Gwyn and I perceive different facets or layers of Frigga. Gwyn gets Frigga the mother and Frigga the seer, I get Frigga the queen. Mm -hmm. Those are the same Frigga. Exactly. We're just dealing with her differently. Exactly. So even as what we know of Dictinus, the mythology of Dictinus gets more established And and is evolving and gets more sophisticated and complex Don't feel like if the dictiness you reach doesn't quite match that, that you're not reaching... Exactly. you may just be reaching a different layer of dictum exactly and, and please feel free to share that so that other people know that layer is there exactly that's what I was trying to get across is that just because one person says oh this is how I experience dictiness mm-hmm. doesn't mean you can't experience dictiness in a different way it's it all works together mm-hmm. and she said there is no Bible of dictness exactly this this we are no holy writ there's no holy writ. We collect any mythologies that people mm-hmm. create or the, OPG. the OPGs or things like that. So we have a record yep. and we can begin to understand the many facets way Dictinus is being experienced mm-hmm. and expressing himself. Exactly. We don't Dict- want to live with him. Exactly. Because Gwen and I are hard polytheists. Mm-hmm. We believe Dictinus as with like all of the other gods exactly. is a distinct individual who already exists and has right. has a personality and and opinions, right? And he's enjoying revealing himself mm-hmm. to anyone who's interested in him. Exactly. He doesn't seem to be a god uh, devoted to preserving his own mysteries. We'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's like, yeah, no, tell everybody. Um,
1: we're, we're not
0: we're not going to be a, a secret cult here. Brianna <laughs> does say, but can we at least be the cult of dickness? But like a fun cult, not yes. a steal all your money, cut you off from your family and friends cult. Um, Absolutely. I think we are effectively the cult of Dictanus in Dickness. the original sense yes. of cult. So originally a cult was just the worship of a particular god. The, and the, the people de- who were tings. who were devoted to worshiping a particular god was the cultists of that god. So there was a cultist of Zeus, there was a cultist of Aphrodite, there were cultists of, of all the gods. The all of them. Mm-hmm. So yes, we, the worshippers of Dictanus, mm-hmm. the only ones in the world, are the, the cult, cult of, of Dictanus. That's right. And if it makes you feel better because of the modern interpretation mm-hmm. of cult. We can, um, you can you can use cultists. cultists. Yes, cultists. we are the cultists of dictates. We are the cultists of dictus And um, it is in the sense of the true origin of the word, mm-hmm. not the modern evolution of that yep. understanding. Yeah, Moon Eye <laughs> says we are effectively a cult, but I would say not use the word cults because right now cult refers to a serious danger. Mm-hmm. And trying to turn it back takes away words used to refer to such situations. Yeah, so... Cultus of dictinus. Cultus is probably Mm -hmm. a better use. Yep. Especially because we're referring to the ancient original mm-hmm. use of that term. Exactly. Anyway. So, not the modern. Not the, the modern Anglicization that's of right. cult. So. And a modern understanding. Anyway. Also, it, it has a good, it's not alliterative, but like the matching S's at mm. the end of the words, please me. Yeah, cult is a Yeah, it does. That is it just rolls off the tongue very it nicely. It does. It does. Which is important when you're working with dictiness. That's right. It should roll off the tongue easily. That's right. Exactly. I think that's it for this episode. We're going to wrap up. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to find out more about us or Dictinus, <laughs> you, right. you can Google the number three pagans and a cat, or you can find us online at the number three pagans and a There will be a link to our discord and invitation to our discord uh, server on this episode. If you'd like to join us in the discord to talk more about Dictinus in that channel, and we also have a Facebook group, which is closed. It's private. So you'll have to um, answer, answer some, some questions, questions. To, to get entry. We do that to protect our members. So that they don't get accidentally added to their family on Facebook. That's right. And we're also, we have Twitter. We have YouTube that we rarely go on, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but there is some stuff there. So we're on on various social medias. That's right. We have a Patreon. We have, which you heard all the names from. That's right. So, you know, feel free to check out the Patreon. Yep. If you would like to support this podcast, I do write on Patio's Pagan, Mm -hmm. and uh, also we are on all the podcast platforms. Yes, you can get us on Audible, you can get us on Spotify, but please don't, (laughs) because they don't update when I fix the episodes. You can get us on Google Podcasts, you can get us on all the apps. That's right. Go ahead and listen, share with your family and friends, and anybody who you think would like to learn more about Dictinus. Uh-huh. Share the good word of Dictinus. <laughs> Share the good word of <laughs> the Good word of Dictinus and Our Lady Thesaurus. <laughs> That's right. All right. Goodbye, All right. everyone. You guys have a great week. We love you. Hopefully, Car will be here right. next week. Hopefully we'll get the return of we'll Car get the return week. of Carr. It'll be very dramatic. And, right. and, and, yes, absolutely. No more, no more missing gar. Mm-hmm. All All right. right. Goodbye. Goodbye.